No doubt. So yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? This is Dave, aka G1, aka Daffy, and I'm here with my homeboy. Man, it's my brother. Hey, y'all know him as Warren Music. I know him as No, I'm not the one. No, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the brother is definitely um y'all gonna hear in a minute, man, what the brother got to say, man. And I just I'm gonna so so here's what is here's what gonna be, brother. I'm gonna just throw some questions that I had for you during all of your streams, but I'm like, I right, because you was on different topics, I didn't want to try to throw you off. Okay. So, um, and you did you 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 one of the type of bros that I know I can just ask off the cuff, you know what I mean? And I know I know you got you you got answers, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> my my thing, my my first question to you, brother, is who is your Who's your top three black leaders? Your top three mm. black leaders, rather dead, rather dead, or if they still alive, rest they saw okay. if they passed, but Good dead question. or alive. I would say Dr. John Henry Clark. You know, once I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, once I heard him speak, what I did was I listened to a speech in 96. It wasn't a speech, it was a debate. I know you probably saw it. Mm. When he was on a panel with a whole bunch of dominant white society people. Yeah, he said, "I don't debate." Uh, he said, "I only debate, debate my, equals. my equals. Everyone else, I teach." Once I heard that, I just closed my eyes and listened to the brother talk. I can listen to him talk for hours, bro. Like, yeah, he's dope. So, Dr. John Henry Clark, I would say, oh uh, man, that's tough. Dr. John Henry Clark, present day, I would say Tariq Nasheed. Because okay. I like how he transformed everything into today's time so it's palatable for us. And uh, the next, I would say either Dr. Kamene or Dr. Phil Valentine. Mm. Those, those, out of those two brothers. So I would have to add four. Because <laughs> I, I love Dr. Phil Valentine and I love yeah. Dr. Hill for Kamene. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. For me, bro, I got, I have. Definitely Marcus Garvey. Mm. I got Marcus. I know it's tough, man. We had a lot, but uh, I got Marcus Garvey. I got Dr. Joy DeGru Leary. Mm. Yeah. I got, I have her. Um, and I have Maurice Bishop. Maurice Bishop out of, Gren out of Grenada. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the reason I got, I, I have, I have, um, uh, Marcus Garvey, of course, because of the fact of what he was bringing, like yes. what he was bringing to America, to the blacks here in America at the time, we needed to hear it. We was already we, we was already fighting and rebellion. We was resisting all of that, but at the time, again, we was told that yo, we didn't have a history. We come from a people, uh, a, a country. There's no history. There's no nothing. You know what yes. I'm saying? And, and so, and at that time, it wasn't like Blacks were um, traveling back and forth to Africa, Brazil, all over the world, the way that they do now. They wasn't doing that in like 1919. You may have some, but as a group, as a whole, we just wasn't yeah, 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 like no. that. But here it is, this dude's coming along and he's saying, yo, you don't got to take that. They don't want you here. Nation, yeah. nation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So then I have, I'm sorry, I'm gonna bump out Maurice Bishop. I, 
I bumped out Maurice Bishop. And the next time I'm going to go with Malcolm X. Mm. Malcolm X. That's Malcolm X because he's a pro. He's 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 a he's he's the result of Marcus Garvey. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like he he is. If you listen to to, to to Marcus Garvey's speeches, and then you listen to uh, 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 Malcolm X, they saying the same thing. It's all about nationhood. Like they're coming at a time where it was like, yo, it's about nation, black nation. Like they wasn't scared to say black or you know Afro. It was like nah, black nationhood, black man, black woman, black child. That's the center. That's the circle right there. You know That's what I'm saying? So I'm going with, and then I'm going with. Dr. De, um, Dr. Joy DeGruy, because she, I feel like she's an offspring of a Dr. Francis Cress uh, Russell. You know Cress what I'm saying? Cress Wilson, yes, yeah. yes. She's, a, she's like the offspring. She's coming in again and she's about building and she's talking straight about healing. Like she addressed something that we didn't even know that we really had. It was like, yeah, it's a, a, a stress disorder. She was like, nah, it's a slave syndrome like we all still have that slave syndrome and she's just talking about how that stuff is passed down in your dna like it's in your dna so i i those those are my three man i know it's a lot like i know you got a lot but those are my three bro that's 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 who i that's was what's up. My top three. that's what's up man I, you can't top that to me because <laughs> i man and i was thinking about dr prince Presswell's thing i always think about when i when i read uh her book and then one of my, you, you always notice, <laughs> I always talk about the corporate plantation. Exactly. And the, and the reason why I talk about that, because I judge what she says. I She's like, that book is like a grading curve. Yeah. So how I've acted at the corporate plantation all these years, I can pick out like, ooh, Dr. Francis would give me an F right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he would give me a right. D right, right. here. Because right. here I am, you know what I mean? And as you evolve, so you're right, man. And Dr. Jordan Groove is dope. She's dope. Yeah. She's dope. Definitely. So, brother, like, like, do you believe there's a war in a black community? I know you do. I just want to hear ah, more. Man. I give you the floor, you know brother. I, you know why? You know why? Uh, remember when we was we was kind of chopping it up before? And, uh, man, anytime, man, throw me any questions, man. I don't care. Throw me any questions. Any questions, anytime on whatever podcast. Throw me the questions. No doubt. When when that brother or whoever it was was like, oh, what about when our sisters wear, you know, weave or something like that? Now, what I've learned from Neely Fuller Jr., mm -hmm. what I've learned from him in his book, The Compensatory Counter-Racist Code of Ethics, you know, right. that's like, you know, you always see that on my table. Right, right, What right. I learned from him is that that's not, we're not replacing the system talking about that. We can worry about that way down the line. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like, right. it's like me and you. It's like if you tell me, hey, yo, Warren, man, no way out, whatever. Hey, brother, I'm going to, I know you're an architect and a builder, so I'm going to need you to build this house. And then I tell you, well, yeah, we can build this house. But the first thing I want to do before we build the house is I want to get a Ferrari. You're going to be like, what yeah. are we getting a Ferrari for, man? Right. You got to build the house, build the foundation. Right. And I feel like there's a code that needs to be established. That's why there's a war, because there's a code. And right. we don't have one established. I can only speak from my experiences 
at the corporate plantations, my brother. Like if you hear me talk out, like when I worked at Opportunity Village out here in Las Vegas, Nevada, people know, I worked around a lot of black people, man. I was yeah. like the youngest one. They were, the black people that didn't get along, I didn't know until months after working on the job because there was a code that was established with these black people. Right. And they taught me a lot because other jobs that I worked before, you put on a minstrel show. You know, uh, yeah. you, I don't like you, and you, you, you argue in front of all the, the other racial groups, and they get the popcorn and watch. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's the problem that I feel like we have. There is a war in the black community, man. Like, we're worried about, we're worried about what a person kind of, we'll judge a person by their clothes. Man, I'm from LA. Right. Born and raised Los Angeles, California. That's the mecca of fake it till you make it. Look like a million bucks, don't have a quart in your pocket. See, I'm not from the East Coast. See, I um, met a lot of people from the East Coast. And people yeah. on the East Coast, from my perspective, gonna tell you how they feel right off jump. Right. Like, I've met a lot of Italians, I met a lot of brothers, I met everybody. Nah, man, I'm not really messing with that. <laughs> they tell you. Yeah, yeah. Versus West Coast, from a lot of what I've seen, it's a lot of Hollywood, fake it till you make it. I'm gonna have a Gucci belt, Gucci slippers on, but I live with my mama. You know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna judge people by, oh, they got a car, but they ain't got no rims on it. Oh, they, they only got 18, they ain't got, that's the culture that I come from. Right. So when you separate yourself from that and you get around brothers like you, right? You would be intimidating to a lot of people that I'm telling that I grew up with because they don't understand that you know who you are and you know where you're going. You right. see what I'm saying? That's right. a war within itself. When you don't know who you are and the clothes, the material makes, authenticates who you are, that's a problem. That could start a whole nother war. Right. Because now you're basing it off of, well, Warren G, you ain't got, you ain't got these Balenciagas. So you a lame, you a goofy. You know what I mean? But that same person with the Balenciagas, you know, they living with their mama. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right, right. I think that's part of the war too. And come on, bro, let's keep it a buck. White supremacy, yeah. racism, white supremacy is a system that works because it gets samples, coons to do Absolutely. the dirty work. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. What What's the corporate plantation though, for those who don't know? The corporate plantation, <laughs> excuse me, I like to call it is your your employment. Right. It, it's like, I have not read the book. You only hear me talk about books that I read, by the way. I don't, if, if I don't read the book, I'll suggest it, but I haven't read it. There's a book I haven't read it yet. I'm pretty sure you probably read it. Uh, it's called The $40 Million Slave. I have not read that book. No, nah, I, I haven't read that either. But I, re I just kind of read the, the synopsis on the back and I'm like, hmm. And I've had that book for a while, but I kind of like, like, I do like S's. I'll, I'll like, I'll go read a certain type of books and then I'll jump into a whole nother certain type of books and I'll make my way back around. It's weird how I do it. Yeah. And I feel like the corporate plantation is a part of the matrix. Mm. It's the mainframe of the system. It's what uses us to power the system. Yeah. Meaning this, if not just black folk, if what, how many people is in the United States of America? It's 40 million black folk in the United States of America. So what is 500 million people, whatever. Let's just say uh, 250 million people in the United States say, you know what, forget this. We're not working 
with no corporate plantation. It would crumble. It's like the Matrix. The Matrix yeah. needed bodies to power the machine world. Absolutely. That's why they wanted you in the Matrix. So when I say the corporate plantation, it's a plantation. You, you don't have any rights. You have privileges and immunities. But people, right. for some sort of reason, think, oh, I got, no, you don't really have a right. You have, you know what I mean? And from what I've seen, I, I can't go off nobody else. Yeah. But every major corporate plantation I've worked at, the dominant white society runs it at the helm. Absolutely. Don't put other racial groups. They'll yeah. give you a, a brother and maybe a sister and, and my Asian brothers and sisters and my Latino brothers and sisters. And they have you thinking, oh, it's diversity. But when you make your <laughs> way to the top, yeah, it's all them. It, That's it, true. It, it, I, and bruh, bruh, you don't know how many people, except my homegirl, knew who I started the podcast with. You don't see her no more because we got different schedules, but we worked together for a long time. I've known her for a long time, about 17 years. And we both had that same mentality. She'd be like, Warren, you ain't lying. This, this is the corporate plantation because you can't say how you really feel or you're terminated. Exactly. You can't be oppositional or you're terminated. What happened on the plantations with our people? If our people were to argue with their slave master, they would be beat, tarred, feathered in front of everyone else to make an example of, correct? Absolutely. So it's the same thing. But people think because, oh, well, I sit at a cubicle <laughs> and I make $110,000 a year. I'm way more important than you, Negroes. Clown. They yeah. can fire you too. Sambo's. You don't understand, man. <laughs> you don't understand. Just seeing that stuff, it's the corporate plantation, man. It, it, it is definitely the, 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 the field Negro versus the house Negro at mm -hmm. those plantations. Yeah. There he is, man. Yeah. So check it out. So Marcus Garvey, right? Marcus Garvey said that everywhere he went, when he when he traveled, everywhere that he went, the black man or black people economically was always at the bottom. Mm. That was a hundred and something years ago. Mm. We economically... <laughs> We still at the bottom. We still at the bottom. Why are black people always at the bottom economically? Okay, from my perspective, I can only speak about me. I grew up in black. You, you hear me? I know. I know you hear me going hard on my black brother and sister Christians. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I kind of make a joke about it. I try to joke about it because I grew up like that. Yeah. I grew up like that. Uh pay your tithes, uh, go to church. And there's nothing wrong with a black uh, um, Christians and nothing like that. But what I feel growing up, from my perspective, and my sisters and my brothers and every one of my cousins, no economic stability is being taught mm. in the black Christian churches. Yeah. I I'm coming from L. Hey, I've, bro, it's a thousand churches in LA and I've been to a lot of them and I've yet to be in one church where they're like, hey, we're going to break off into the groups and this is about economic empowerment. This isn't just about 
go to school so you can get you a good job so uh -huh. you can so you can pay your tithes because if you pay your tithes you can get into heaven mm -hmm. now i love my black christian but me growing up in a black church and being around black people i'm not finna front I didn't start learning about economic stability to about nine years ago. That's not good, man. I should be taught in the white Jewish community. They're taught that at six, six years old to, to economic, you know, empowerment, generational wealth, making sure the kids, 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 and cousins, 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 and, and things like that. Right. But where I grew up, none of that was taught. None of that was taught. And when I mean none of it was taught, none of it. Bro, I didn't know, I didn't know about IRAs, mutual funds, <clears throat> stocks, bonds, 401ks. You know what I was always taught? <clears throat> That's white people stuff. You don't get involved in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. mess with that. And it wasn't until I started 2013, I started listening to voice walking listening to uh just dr, dr. claude, claude Anderson. Anderson. Dr. yeah bro let me tell you yeah. something and i'll just claude say Anderson. this this is this is really 100%. really baked my noodle i remember you you just heard me say i'm from la los mm -hmm. angeles right right why is it dr claude anderson was at fred price's church the crenshaw center in los angeles california if you go on youtube and type that in he's at fred fred price is one of the biggest churches in la yeah. Why was I not there? Why, why why wasn't I there? And he was talking about powernomics. Powernomics, yeah. Yes. Powernomics, black labor, white wealth. Those are the things that to me are the reasons why we're at the bottom. We don't have intrinsic value in each other. You always hear me talk about that. And we don't want to spend our money with each other, man. We don't. That's why I got I love those glasses, those those wine glasses that I got. Those, those are, that's monumental to me, homie. A black person made that. Yeah. I'm gonna put value on it no matter what anybody else says. Absolutely. Because I, I want us to succeed. Remember when you was telling me that one time when we was having that conversation and you was like, bro, I swear you two be messing with my channel. I'm laughing the whole time and I'm thinking, really, you should be on satellite radio. Remember I told you that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. You, I thought yeah. I was like, you should be on satellite radio because you have a great message. It's very informative and it's not off the rails. If there's always a great topic, I'm like, these are the shows that need to be picked up on satellite. But they're going to take your views away, brother, because yeah. your, your show is too informative. <laughs> if you was on there talking about shooting and killing and all that other stuff, YouTube would give you all your views, but yeah. because you're talking about real stuff, I know they be take. I know they be messing with your stuff. I, I'm surprised you even get the comments that I leave. I be leaving comments all the time. Don't ever go through, bro. Yeah. <laughs> your lives. I don't ever get your lives. I get it like three weeks. I have to go on your page and look. Sometimes uh, when I'm trying to look for your new videos, it won't load. I have to log out of my YouTube account, log back in and then your new videos upload. Just to let you know. Wow. <laughs> Just to let wow. you know, man. So yeah, man, that, that's how I feel about it. We don't, we, we're not being socialized to have economic empowerment. You know what I mean? We're not being socialized to read Black Labor, White World, Powernomics. Right. Think like a millionaire like Dr. Boyce Watkins. We, we're not, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. I just started learning about that seven, eight, nine years ago. So a lot of people are not even teaching their kids and their cousins, their brothers and sisters about economic empowerment. So I think that's why we always at the bottom. Wow. Wow, that's crazy, man. I, I, I agree. Like, I think most definitely, we definitely don't support each other. So I'm gonna, all right, so two things you hit on that, <laughs> that was real key. The support and the the information given from the church. All right, I think the information given from the church, it should definitely be there. You know what I'm saying? Um, because of the fact that you have a whole bunch of black people gathering at one time. Probably about three times, probably about three times a week, two times, three times a week. So if you got all these folks gathering at this one time, yeah, I think that they should inform folks. But I also think that they don't want to ruffle, ruffle the feathers because they know they have, oh, it's not only blacks in here is whites, yeah. but at the same time and, and and they can i know there are some churches that they do that like once a year like it was a mm. church that I, it's a church that i used to go to they did it once a year but it wasn't like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show god show people how to be financially set mm. um, to give back to their community to build community to build community it was more so to just be financially set individually Mm. And I think as a, I think as black people, we gotta think. We can't think individualism. We gotta think collective. That's how. Yeah. That's how it's always been. That's how we ruled the world before. As long as we were in rulership of the world, the world had peace. I'm not saying there yeah. was no violence, but the world had peace. We didn't colonize no countries, none of that, and we gave the world civilization. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, is that. If you get black people to think collectively and on the same page, you have to give it to them in a way where it's towards them. And you can't be concerned about if there's white groups in there or whatever, then have it, then, then, then separate it for a little bit. This is why, this is why, bro, I go off of black nationalism. I go off of black nationalism. Um, I'm not saying that we shouldn't do business with other races or we shouldn't communicate with them i'm quite sure yeah but when it comes to our economic stability i think we need to stay within our own group so that right. our money bounce around i don't see nothing wrong with it you know what I'm saying other groups do it i don't see nothing wrong with it and i think yes absolutely the churches can play a big role because you're gathering again you're gathering hundreds if not thousands of people in one day so you can do that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can set a month aside and say, okay, you know what? We're going to do this for black folks. And then that's who you'll see, see who's really, really into your membership like that. Because if folks start leaving because you're teaching black people, um, I wouldn't say you're teaching, but if you are being informative to black folks about their economic situations and why they are there. So it's because we got to get into why now. So you're explaining why you're, why you're there. What can you do? It's simple. You can just, you know, it, it's 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 not a hard thing to do. If they don't have anybody to come in and do it, you can just play a Dr. Claude Anderson's um, um, um speech on a projector, <laughs> yeah. and we just listen yeah. to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and rip your rip your right. 
that way we'd be set. It's not teaching us to hate anybody or whatever, but I think we need our own nationhood. And yes, um, uh, uh, churches can do that. I think schools can do that too. You know what I'm saying? But we don't support each other either, bro, because of the fact that because of the, the, the colonization, bro, it did so much to the psyche, to the fact of you, we look at each other differently. Like we don't see each other as just being black. Like you get a, you you get someone from the Caribbean, you get a someone here a black hair from America, and you get a black hair from Africa. We all gonna look at each other like, yo, we're we're not the same. You're African, I'm I'm African American, or I'm not African American, I'm just American. You Caribbean, now I'm not Caribbean, I'm Jamaican. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just off of that, I, I've seen it where Jamaicans would support Jamaicans not knowing. You know what I'm saying? Look at it like, nah, he Jamaican. Like, yo, I'm black too. If a cop shoot us down in the street, they not shooting you down because you Jamaican or because you're African. Because you're black. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather go off of the term black. I think if we go off of just being black, like the other terms is cool. Only for a certain amount of time. That time is right out now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's right out. So I think that, yeah, definitely, um, we got to get on the same page with knowing who we are so that way we can support each other evenly you know what i'm saying and not look at each other like yo all right because i'm buying from your store i need to get a discount or because i'm buying from your store you need to look out for me in some sort of ways like nah bro like let's just support each other period like let's let's support each other you know what i'm saying because as it is right now we don't make nothing we don't own and control anything hmm. We don't own and control anything. You know what I'm saying? We make, we can make books and stuff. We make books, but we don't own, we don't, we don't own, we don't have our nation. Like what John Henry Clark said, black people here in America, we are a nation living within the nation. Yep. Yep. You know that what I'm is. saying? That's facts. That's facts. I, I, you know what? I, man, you dropped some jewels, man. You dropped some jewels. And the reason why I'm saying that is because it, takes me back to that podcast you had with those sisters, those lovely sisters, man. And salute to those sisters, man. I, 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 I got so much love and respect for them because they were very candid, but they were very professional on their delivery on what they've dealt with. Like, right, right. I could tell they were agitated, but they yeah. kept their composure because right. I know how we are. But yeah. you notice I said it on my podcast. Yeah, I'll yeah. say it for you. I'll say it for you. I'll say it for you. And I'm not gonna say it on this podcast. I'll say yeah. it for mine. But right. but I feel like those sisters weren't lying. They were speaking matter of factly because I'm not a business owner, but I know how it is. Yeah. Like that's I know how it is, man. I know how it is for us to view each other and hold each other to some type of high standard, but you can buy a Balenciaga t-shirt and because there, it's an Italian, European laugh. First of all, let me tell you something. Europeans laugh at Negroes because we rule the world. The Italians know that the Moors ruled the Iberian Peninsula, which ain't nothing but another translation for white. The, mm -hmm. the Moors. Yeah. Look, let me tell you something. Yeah. I'll just tell you like this. I remember I worked at the court plantation and it was, you know, it was an Italian brother and all this other stuff. Now, I worked at several court plantations where I worked around 
older Italian. Uh, this one dude, I called him my Italian OG because he was okay. older. Okay. Him and his boy, his name was Lou, and his boy's name was Tommy. They was from Brooklyn, so you know they had to act and you know Warren. Could I call you Warren G? You know that. You know, that, <laughs> that, you know Warren G. You know, yeah, hey, man. you know. And then let me tell you what this dude Tommy said. He said him and Lou were talking. And he's like, tell him, Tommy. And he's like, yeah, Warren G. You know, you know, Italians, Sicilians, if they don't know their history, they're crazy. They leave out that part. And I'm like, what part? That part where, you know, Africans ruled Italy. If it wasn't for black people, we wouldn't be Masons. Absolutely. We wouldn't be. See, they know our history. We um, need to know it. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't get pride in wearing Gianni Versace. See, Gianni Versace was fascinated with us. But what happens is we give the power back to them by kneeling to a material that came from really black folk. If you know anything about the history of the Moors, the Moors came in there and taught the Italians. Why do you think they were able to make all the stuff that they made? Because of us, we taught them masonry. We taught them bricklaying. We taught them, hey, man, you need to clean up. Y'all dirty. I need to take baths, man. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, we did all that, but that stuff is hidden from us. So it's almost kind of like our people, you right. I talk about this all the time. Our people, they identify, they identify as, they identify as their nationality when it comes to being around the dominant white society. Case in point. How many times, okay, I watch Insecure. Now, Yvonne Orji on Insecure, she was on The Breakfast Club about two, three years ago. The first thing she kept talking about, I'm Nigerian, I'm Nigerian, I'm Nigerian, I'm Nigerian. You know, us are Nigerian parents, and you know, us are not, you know, and it's like, that's, that's what the dominant society wants. They want you to identify with a nationality. You know what I've told people in person at the core plantation? Oh, so you're this and you're that? But where are you? And who is the author of your narrative at mm -hmm. this job you are at? Right. Because you're not going to be, first of all, at your cubicle, you're not going to have no Nigerian flag stuff everywhere. They're going right. to make you take that down. Most Fortune 500. That's, that's a fact. Say, that's a fact. That's a I, fact. People be trying to argue me down. And then when I have to tell them off the YouTube, brother, do you know where I, I, I worked at? They don't play that. First of all, you're not even going to be able to have a whole bunch of pictures of who you are at your cubicle. So they're not going to allow you to have no Nigerian flag or a Barbadian flag or a Puerto Rican flag. That's your nationality that they want you to identify outside of the corporate plantation. So it's divisive amongst you and your people. Meaning this, if I'm in Nigeria and let's just say you are Adolf, FBA, or as Dr. Claude Anderson calls it, a native black. If I'm my brother, my brother, my brother with no compromise, my brother, and then I get around a dominant society and I'm like, oh, I'm Nigerian. <laughs> you gonna be like, oh, Warren G, man, why you do that, bro? Like, yeah. we black, bro. And, yeah. and that's, they like that. That You know why they like that? Because it's divisive. It, mm -hmm. it sows discord amongst our people. That's why we can't come to a common ground because Bro, I've worked on corporate plantations, like I told you, where the majority of the people, they were native blacks. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And they kind of had this thing where it's like, look, if we don't get along, we don't get along, but they, nobody else is gonna know about it. And then I've worked on corporate plantations where it's like, like 
you know that person doesn't identify as black until they have to. And you get around them and they're like, oh, I'm Ghanaian. Or I'm, and it's like, okay, well, that's your nationality. Your ethnicity is you're black. And why is it until a police officer, a race soldier shoots and kills you, then you want to identify as, hey, man, <laughs> we're all black. We're all it's black, like, yeah. Why you can't identify as that from the very beginning? And I love my Nigerian brothers and sisters. I love my, my Caribbean brothers and sisters. I love my Ghanaians. I love my African brothers and sisters. But let me tell you, we have to be on the same page and be on yeah. code and love yeah. each other and stop looking at each other like, you know what I mean? Like, what kind of discount you gonna give me? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that is because I feel like when it's black folk, we want a discount. <laughs> when it's white folk, we can't wait to brag about how much he paid. I'm sorry, man. Wow. That's just what I see. Yeah. When it's whether it's a car or rims or a phone or anything, we want to brag about how much it costs. But when it's a black business, we want a discount. We want the discount. We don't we don't want to pay full price because we feel like you shouldn't have to because it's black. But my thing is, it should be the opposite. You should want a discount from the people that colonized you. You should want to pay full price and brag about that. These people colonized you. They took your name, your religion, your God, your everything. Absolutely. Why would you want to pay more to them and then shortchange your brother? It should be flipped. You should be proud of paying full price. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, Absolutely. like I always I always talk about um uh uh one of the natural herbalists out of uh, California, his name is Tahuti Ma'at Ra. And okay. he, he was on Hidden Colors too. And uh, But I've been on him before because I've seen him on podcasts from like 2013, 2014. Really dope brother. And uh, when Dr. Sebi had kind of passed away, I was just yeah. looking for another herbalist. Yeah. So I remember one time, check this out. I remember one time I ordered some stuff. Clearly on his website, he's on point. Look, your order's going to take... 27 to 31 days to get to you so if you bugging me in two or three days i don't want your business i'll give you your money back don't bother me so i automatically like that off the bat i was like cool i ordered some stuff and i waited the 30 days i didn't get my stuff so i just sent a nice email it's a black business i just sent a nice email hey i don't know if it was mixed up i didn't get my order they were like okay here let me check they checked the reference number the management was like Oh, we dropped the ball. You know, we'll give you a woo 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 credit for whatever thing you want. You know what I said, man? I responded back. First, thank you for taking accountability. That's one. Two, I don't want any free stuff. That's not what I'm here for. Absolutely. I'm here to patronize a black business. So I'm going to go ahead and order some more stuff and pay for it. And if you want to send me the stuff, God, fine. If not, it's no big deal. I got an email back like two hours later. You are a rare customer. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean a rare customer? They're like, you're a rare customer. Because most people want, and I was like, and then I sent back, we need to stop doing that to each other. We need to stop doing that. Stop treating our black businesses like putting them on front street every time like uh 
Freedom Paper Company, the toilet tissue. That's real. I really got Freedom Paper Company. That's the Nation of Islam business. You know okay. what I'm saying? I really got them. I got hell of their toilet paper. Well, during the pandemic, you know, it was a little mis- mix-ups and communication problems. You know, man, you should have seen how many people was on the Better Business Bureau complaining about Freedom Paper Company. It broke my heart, man. It yeah. really broke my heart because I'm like, here this is a black business making toilet tissue, something you need. Yes, it's messed up. Yeah, I get it. But you gonna go to the Better Business Bureau over 50 bucks? On wow. your own people? Yeah. I'm like, we, we we have to have intrinsic value on each other, man. We have to trust each other. We gotta stop looking at how many views somebody got. Remember you was like, man, I got more views. I'm looking at you like, bro, they, they ain't gonna never give you your props on YouTube. Straight up. You're gonna have to be on a black network who is really honest about your numbers and never dropping the feed and the signal when you're broadcasting. Because sometimes, like I told you, I don't never get your alerts when you go live. Why is it I don't ever get your alerts and I gotta go onto your channel and look up your video and, oh, he did one a week ago. Why did I not get an alert? You see what I'm saying? Because the dominant society knows what you're trying to do, bro. They know what you're trying to do. And they technically, they can't take you off because you're not inciting any violence. You know, you're not using inappropriate language. You know, it's it's palatable for children as well as adults. So technically, they can't do nothing to you. But I'll just deprogram your algorithm so people will never hear because Basically. your message is, is poignant, bro. I'm telling you, you had that one, you had a, a couple of brothers on there, man. And I forgot what the title was. And they was dropping jewels. And I'm like, yeah, man, you need to be on satellite. You need to be on satellite radio. That's the perfect type of topics that I would like to just sit back and listen to. Like, I don't even want to be, I just wanted to sit back and listen. It was great, great, great. Everybody was very, very informative. And I'm like, they're never going to get his brother his numbers. They're never, I was telling Shani about it. I'm like, they're never going to give his, this dude his numbers. Go check out his YouTube page. They're going to rob him because they don't want people like your podcast out there because that might enlighten young brothers and sisters you see what i'm saying that's gonna awaken them you know what i mean so it's like if i know that i want other people to know that about your podcast that's it's called having intrinsic value in your brother right you know what i mean you know what i mean like me i'm silly on my pocket my my podcast is just therapeutic man i don't be expecting no numbers or none of that stuff but you you should be you should have sponsorships. You should, man, it's just, it's sad that with us, we gotta be 100,000, we gotta have 100,000 subscribers for people to listen to you. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's sad, man. That's It, it really breaks my heart. I'm like, this is the type of podcast that needs to be out there. I was telling one of my homeboys at the Corp Plantation, man. He from LA too, and I'm chopping up. I was like, man, my homeboy, no compromise, man. He's like, yeah, I heard you talking about it on the podcast. I'm like, I said, bro, you should see what they be doing to his podcast. He said, um, it's unreal. He was like, bro, you know they ain't gonna have no real empowerment on no YouTube, man. He was like, <laughs> he was like, they not gonna have that. He was like, man, they just not gonna have that. And I remember I kind of like me and him was chopping up about show podcast. He was like, that's sad, man, but that's where we at. Yeah. So it, it, if I know that, 
and other people know that, that should make us want to band together even more. Right, 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 right. Let me ask you this though, bro. Is the um, the education system, is it working for with you? Is it working for us? No, it's not working for us because, you know, they're gonna, the education system, I'll just say this. The educational system is like Hollywood. When you watch those Marvel movies and you know a little, in those DC movies, you know a little bit of breakdown. Superman, he has a Hebrew name, Kal-El. The Superman, you flip it upside down, it's a pyramid with a snake. What does he get? He gets his wow, power I from never the noticed sun. That. He gets his power from the sun. Yeah, that's a Hebrew name. Only yeah. reason why I know that is because I read this book called uh, Sex uh, Symbols and Stars and had a lot of symbolism and coding and took a lot of stuff like when Moses threw down his staff first, because basically in the Bible and a lot of black Christians, they're like, oh, we don't deal with rich crap. We don't deal with that stuff. And I'm not here to diss no black Christians. I'm just saying that's what it is. But in the Bible, when Moses was trying to get the people out of Egypt, the, the Israelites out of Egypt or whatever, and the Pharaoh had his sorcerers and they threw their staffs down and they turned into snakes. Do you remember yeah, that? Right. Okay, well, Moses threw down his staff and his turned to snakes and he's other snakes. Well, that was participating in witchcraft as well. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of symbolisms and stuff in the Bible. And if you look at Superman's real name is Kal-El, that's a Hebrew name. And then that symbol is a pyramid upside down with a snake. Everybody yeah. know about that. It's, it's, it's just upside down with a snake and he gets his power from the sun. Right. Like Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man is Ogun. Ogun right. is that, you know, you we know who I, Ogun is. Ogun, yeah. Swordsman with metal and iron and all sorts of stuff. So they put, they, they put fairy tale, but then they mix it with truth. So it's like us putting sea moss in an Oreo cookie shake. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's an Oreo cookie shake, so it ain't really that good. But I'm going to put this health product in it so then I can cloak it as, well, it's an Oreo cookie shake with sea in So that's what Hollywood does, and that's what education does. They're going to give you some truth, and then the majority of it is going to be based on their narrative. Meaning this, when I was in high school, me, my sister, my brother, we all, my brother's like 10 years older than me, we all had the same economic teacher. You hear me talk about that sometimes. He taught us stop. He taught, you had to take economics to graduate high school. Yeah. When he was teaching us economics, when he was teaching us stock, I was in the back of the class looking at an East Bay sports book, the East, the East Bay book, looking at George. And I remember he walked up to me and said, you know, hey, sir, you're gonna need to learn this because this is what runs the world. But I don't know that because it's a white teacher trying to teach me something that's not relatable to me and my people. So I'm right. not gonna learn it. But right. The educational system, my brother, could never go back and say, we didn't tell you, because they did tell me. They told me about the stock. We, I had to take tests on it. So I told you, but that's it. Just like in world history, they cover a little bit about African world history, just a tidbit in world history. But you can never say they didn't tell you, because that's their claim to fame. It's like Hollywood. Look at Hollywood. You have Thor, which is Shango. They're yeah. telling you, they're just telling you their way. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You Absolutely. have 
Professor X and Magneto, which is uh, Malcolm X, X and Martin and, Luther King. And Martin Luther King. Right. They told you, but they told you their way. You see what I'm saying? And the educational system is the same way. They're going to tell you their way. Think about it. They went from saying, we built the country to we came over here as immigrants and helped build the country to we came over here as immigrants and helped the Native Americans build the country to we came over here with the Native Americans and help the white people build the country. They done changed it so many times to now they're not even teaching that in the school. They don't even want the kids to know who built the United States of America incorporated. Right. They don't even, they don't even want to teach people that. They rather just, well, we're not even going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about uh, U.S. history. And in U.S. history, we're going to, George Washington never told a lie. That, think about it. What did you learn in, in high school? What you, besides math, science and, and biology, just think of history. What did they teach you? Mm, let's see. George Washington never carried Tubman freed the slaves. Malcolm X had a no, Martin Luther King had a dream. They didn't even talk about Malcolm X or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They don't even want they don't even want you to know about that. You know what I mean? They just taught you about Frederick Douglass. And they told you one side about Frederick Douglass. They didn't tell right. you the side. They teach you George Washington Carver. Right? about Thomas J. Washington, all these, these wealthy, dominant society white men that did so much for our country. They don't tell you about George Washington snatching out slaves' teeth because he had a tooth problem and he had no teeth in his mouth and he had gum disease. Yeah. So he was snatching out black folks' teeth because yep. our roots and our teeth were naturally stronger and our bones were stronger. So they don't teach you that. They don't teach you nothing about Thomas Jefferson and all the, the trickery and things that he had going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't teach yeah. you none of that stuff. They don't yeah. teach you about Francis Scott Keyes, who basically was a white supremacist and had 200 slaves and wrote the Star Spangled Banner. And basically in the Star Spangled Banner, he was like, well, I feel like you guys are slaves put here for us. So, <laughs> right. so go right, on right. sing the song. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. They don't teach you any of that because I never learned that until I got out of high school. So, I think the educational system is Hollywood. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely, I don't think it works for us. Um, I honestly, I don't even think it's real education. I think it is training. Like you're sitting, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The normal thing to do when you teaching black kids, like, cause you have to know who you're teaching. So let's say if you got a room, you got 30 students and out of those 30, you have 25 black children and the other five is just other races you have to know who you're teaching so if the majority of your kids are black not just like colored folks or if the majority of your kids are black you have to teach in a way where it's relating to them but at the same time teach history Teach real history the way it should be taught. So if you're gonna if you're gonna teach um, math about geometry, why not explain 
where geometry came from, which is from ancient commit. Facts. Yeah, and say, okay, yes. this is where it came from. Okay, and this is the people who, this is what they built. They built the pyramids, built, you know, based off of this type of geometry and these type of degrees and measurements, they built the pyramids this way. They built tombs this way. They built homes in a certain way in temples. And you, and you can just leave it as that. So then, they, you know what I'm saying? And the kids would know, at least those black kids in the class would know, oh, so wait a minute. This type of math that I thought was difficult came from my people? Like, so man. Okay. And then you're, 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 you're not excluding the other races that's in the class because you're, oh, you're teaching world history where it is. You never have to take black history out and just single it out. Put it in its proper perspective. You know what I'm right. saying? And you put history in its proper perspective and you teach it as it is all around the world. You'll see that we contributed to everything. And right. then when you teach these kids, teach them in a circle. When you're teaching black Ooh. kids, you got to teach them in a circle because to black people, it's the circle of life. Right. You cannot teach row by row, right? Teaching kids sitting row by row, that's European setting. To sit Ooh. down, sit down, listen, repeat, sit down, listen, and repeat. That's not how black kids learn. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's not how black teenagers, um, college students, we learn better hands on. Which is yep. why Booker T, this is like Booker T Washington. People thought that Booker T Washington was trying to sell out black folks when he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Because on the low, he was all black nationalism, but in the front, he really, he didn't know how to really, I mean, this is a man just coming out of slavery. So he didn't, I mean, I thought he took what he was given. I thought he took and, 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 and he took what he had and did really great things with it because on a low, he was helping us out. Like he was having meetings um, on a low at certain churches and certain things like that. He was hosting it, black national meetings and stuff like that, gatherings, you know what I'm saying? He had, um, what else he had? He had, he had uh, 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 at the Tuskegee Institute, he was purposely on purpose hiring black professors, black teachers. He hired, uh, what's the name? Um, George Washington, George Washington Carver, George Washington Carver wasn't a professor until when Booker T hired him. He was a scientist. So I'm saying, ah. but he wasn't he wasn't a 100 percent uh, uh, professor yet. So he was hiring blacks and black empowering, empowering blacks through education, but more so through hands-on education because he understood this is how black people learn. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to do trade school. I'm not saying nothing wrong with these universities, whatever. Well. In a big way, there is something wrong with a lot of these universities. But what I would say is that when it comes to the education, it is, to me, it's just all training. It's not really, um, it's not really a, a form of education because the education is you starting off knowing yourself. You know what I'm saying? This is why the this is why the 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 the, the, the ancient saying, the ancient saying over there in Africa was know yourself. Man, know thyself, like know yourself. So you have to know your your history. You gotta know where you came from, where you're going. If you just teaching me in a European setting or in an Asian setting, and you're having me adapt to that, I could, as black people, we could adapt. So it's not like we can't, we could adapt. We can, we can score high in these tests, but that's all it is, is tests. And when we get out there in the real world, 
we don't really we, we we're stuck in the real i wouldn't say in the real world we're stuck in the world um not have learned anything we've learned more lies than we learned truth when it comes to education so i don't think i think the current system especially now with this whole critical race theory drink going on you know what i'm saying <laughs> like they're not they're not they're not really trying they're not really trying to they really uh, just don't want to go there man i think right now is the perfect time for blacks to begin to start setting up black schools we need schools that cater to us bro that's what i think i, I don't i don't i mean I get I get passionate about I get passionate about this and I mean what I say because of the fact that like I have kids and I I've been in school you've been in school when I was in school in New York I don't remember learning about Black history at all I don't remember learn even Harriet Tubman Ooh. they didn't they didn't I didn't I didn't hear nothing about no Harriet Tubman you know what I'm saying wow. and, uh, so it, it, it's 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 definitely a thing where um, if we're not getting it from school then where else are we going to get it. You know what I'm saying? When I w I didn't know about Dr. Ben when I was nine years old, stuff like that. I didn't mm. know about it, you know what I'm saying? I, I heard like public enemy songs, but I didn't pay attention to what they was really saying. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know that 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 um that Dr. Francis Cress Russell debated William Sharkley and all that. I wasn't born mm. when she debated him, you know what I'm saying? So I don't I didn't if I, I I didn't know um that black people could be empowered and I didn't know that we do have a history. I didn't know that we have a history in other countries, other continents, as well as here. Like our biggest, I think our biggest contribution is here. Like, you know what I'm saying? But um I didn't learn about that. I didn't know of anyone that actually created like our like a black man created Washington DC. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know like he had a photogenic memory, locked it in, boom. Yep. And this is you know what I'm saying? This is what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's I, didn't, real. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, bro. The only Benjamin thing Banneker. I, right. And the only thing that I know, only thing that I knew was what they was what I was trained to know, which was to, um uh um Abraham Lincoln, he freed the slaves. Um the, the 13th <laughs> Amendment. The 13th Amendment meant that we were all good. We can all move past slavery now. And um, we don't have a real history. Uh, the Europeans brought civilization to this world and we were monkeys living in barns and trees. That's what I was, that's what, you know, I was taught. Yeah. So, yeah. that's just what it I, is. I, I, I think, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, I think this too, um, I love my black Christians and I love, I love what we do. Like you said, I love it, but I'm gonna just have to say this. Yeah, go ahead, brother. I always I have to say this. Growing up, going to a black church was one thing, but we would pass by the nation of Islam all the time and never support them. Never buy a bean pie, never sit down and have dialogue with them. We'd have dialogue with every other religion from every other racial group but when it came to our own it just was there's no support they got to be church of god in christ or they got to be first day in me but i saw the nation of islam dressed up suits bow ties selling incense selling pots we never supported that we never and we passed them all the time and my thing you say well why are you saying that one here's why i'm saying this 
Because when you sit down and talk to an NOI or an FOI, they're not just going to quote the Bible. Them brothers is going to break down Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. Them brothers is going to break Absolutely. down Dr. Ben. Them brothers is going to break down the black man is God. They, they, they know their history. And it's very imperative a lot of the times that we need to put our religious beliefs to the side and start understanding we need to get on code and start, I would say, learning more about who we are versus what the dominant society tells us we are. Because right. we let them define the definition of success. The definition, the definition of success is exactly what you said. Well, as long as I can be like the dominant society, then I'm good. You know, because, you know, they're responsible for civilization. You know, we was monkeys and all that. I thought the same thing, bro. Yeah. I thought the same thing. And then what happened was, um, I just, this was about 2008, 2009. In 2008, 2009, you know, I had, I had Sprint. And Sprint had the unlimited data plan. So okay. I can listen to, this is when YouTube first got popular. And I would just go on there and watch YouTube videos, you know, and I could watch them all day. So I was, you know, this is when there was no algorithm on YouTube. This is where you just, you know, so I was looking at YouTube videos, looking at YouTube videos. And one day, me and my mom, we was talking about the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And my mom was gonna, you know, she started to say some type of slick stuff. And that was the first time I didn't argue, I just went and started listening to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on YouTube. Because, you know, he's been around forever, so I started listening. And as I'm listening, bro, I'm just like, well, what is he saying that's wrong? Like that, like, yeah. tell me what is he yeah. saying that's yeah. wrong? Okay, yeah. well, he should say, okay, well, is that a lie or is that not a lie? Let's prove the lie. Then, this was 10, 12, 13 years ago, bro. And then I said to my mom, my mom will argue me down. I said, mom, why is it when it comes to us, we want to air out dirty laundry and, and persecute a brother or sister, but when it comes to every other racial group or white folk, we won't bring out none of their dirty laundry to the table. And what, we, what they say and do, we take it as God. Why is that? We would have these conversations at my mom's house every weekend. And she would say, oh, shut up. When, when I knew I had a valid point, she would just tell me to shut up. And I'm like, see, I know that what I'm saying is true. So I just right. started listening. You know, listening and then I started listening to other people. But then I started thinking, why is it we are not having our youth, cousins, brothers, sisters, hey, man, you need to listen to Dr. Ben. Hey man, you need to listen to Dr. John Henry Clark. Like you, you need to just listen to him. He's born. Don't matter if he's born. Listen, because this is gonna affect you when you get older. You need to start listening to Dr. Claude Anderson. You Absolutely. need to start listening to these people because that's how I feel we can educate our people. And you're right, we don't learn like them. I was one of those kids. I couldn't sit still. I, I couldn't sit still, and a lot of them reason why is because it was a white lady, a white person trying to teach. Sit down, shut up, and do you know. And then, if, you know, but we're black children. Our melanin reacts differently to everyone else. 
Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you, you know, and then they want to tell you you're, you're hyper and they want to put you on Ritalin and put you on all this crazy stuff. And it's like, that's where uh, our great brother, Dr. Umar comes in. He breaks Absolutely. down that. Oh, that's yeah. a farm. That's a farm system for drugs. I knew a dude, a white Jewish dude, that straight out said, he's like, man, I don't be taking that, man, that stuff. He said, you take that if you want to get a, a high. He was like, man, they, 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 I said, what you mean? He was like, man, they have, they prescribed that to me because, you know, I would ask a lot of questions and talk. So they was like, well, he basically asked too many questions. He talked too much. So they basically told his parents, here, you need to take this. And his white Jewish dude, he's like, bro, this stuff just, he straight out told me, he said, it dilates your pupils and it gives you a high. He was like, he was telling me, he was like, I don't mess with that stuff. He was like, man, I'm surprised because they try to do that with me too when I was young, but you know, that's the thing that I do like about the Black Christian Church. We're not quick to just put our kids on no medication. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we ain't going to just put you on no medication because the doctor yeah. said do it. We're going to get counsel from our pastor. We're going to get counsel from... That's what I do like about the Black Christian Church. We're not quick to just be like, okay, well, these white people said I need to do it, so just go ahead and do it. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. And right. I feel like we need to take the time to sit down and have those conversations. And if you disagree, a lot of people disagree with me. I, you don't think people disagree? Everybody in my family like, man, you be going too far with the church stuff, man. And I'm like, and then when I start breaking down the history, they get upset. But it's like, mm -hmm. you're going to get upset with me, but not go research it for yourself? Right. You know, my podcast I always say, yeah. hey, man, no, I don't know. I don't right. claim to know anything. Right. So, Go get the, the, the Borgias and their enemies. Go read the book for yourself, brother. You don't have to take what I'm saying for full face value. I just think we, you know what a big thing is? I'm going to tell you that L's, our community, we don't want to read, brother. We don't want to read, man. Man, you don't know how excited you made me when you knew those books I was talking about. Because Shawnee knows those books. Right. You know, Shawnee knows those books. Uh, Erica knows a lot of those books. Right. But there's a lot of people that will come in and out of my channel. They don't know what I'm talking about. And it's difficult because it's like, bro, you got to read this gotta stuff. You got to read. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of my homeboys I worked with, I haven't talked to him in a long time uh, when he worked at the core plantation with me. And uh, he was joining the, the Hebrew Israelites. And I thought it was great. I'm like, man, that's good. I said, and that's good. But don't let that define your narrative. You still need to, in the Nation of Islam, they're taught study from the cradle to the grave. They know Scientology, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons. They, have you ever sat down with a Nation of Islam brother and, and just listened to him? Them dudes are super knowledgeable about yeah. other religions. They Absolutely. don't just know the Nation of Islam. They know, I've heard brother Tony Muhammad talk about the Jewish faith. I heard him talk about Scientology. The Mormons, I'm like, now that's dope. When you can be like, well, I'm fluid in this too. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm like, you need to read, bro. Don't just get into, to me, I feel like this. And I'm going to leave it at this. I feel like black folk, we run to these religious beliefs, but we don't want to study. We don't want to study. We don't run to read anything. That's a fact. And they want to throw the King James Bible at you and take that for matter of fact. But they, that's wrong. And constructed by Europeans and the Council of Nicaea and all these people taking Bible verses out and putting stuff in and all this other stuff. They want to take that matter of fact 
But my brother, when you tell them to go read They Came Before Columbus by Dr. Ivan Van Sertiman, right. you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, so, yo, so la last question, man. Um, Cause I had, I had like, I had another question for you, man, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that one for another, for another stream. Cause I know, I know you got a lot to say about that one. That's a whole, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just leave the next one. You're the next one we have. I'm just going to ask that question and I'm gonna let you go. You know what I'm, nah, I'm gonna let good. you go. But yo, all right. So solution. So what do you think would be the solution for black people? It's like fighting this war against white supremacy you know what I'm saying um with them being i mean that's that's just what it is 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 white supremacy they are in power you know what i'm saying um they control what we eat um how we live the jobs we have um the land that we believe that we own individually <laughs> yeah. um you know what I'm saying they they control that like so how can black people fight um, um, and win this war on on that's been waged on us by white supremacy. We're doing it right now, my brother. Me and you. Hey, I man, I don't even know how I came across. Uh, that's what trips me out about YouTube. Me and you. I just happened to come across your YouTube page, and it's so funny. They was putting the algorithm out there. That's how I came across it. Boom, I click on it, immediately listen to it. it. You know, immediately listen to it. And I listen, I'm like, okay, this is dope. And one of the ones I came across was it was you and some brothers, right? Listen to it, very in tune. Then when you did that one with those sisters, I was hooked. I was hooked on how candid the, the interview was with them. And that's it. We We're doing it. Me and you, we chopped it up. I followed you on YouTube. Then you said, all right, let me listen to what this crazy dude got to say. <laughs> then you start listening and you, 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 cause I, I know I, it, it's, my podcast is very much, it's crazy. It's not like, it's not it's normal. It's dope though. It's dope. It's, no, it's not, it's not normal. So when you listen to it, I know you probably like, man, this dude is crazy, but he not really lying about what he's saying. That's a fact. So we get together. We chop it up. I don't know you, you don't know me, but what happens is we research each other. Right. We, we take time to research each other. We put any belief systems aside. I didn't go into your YouTube channel saying, well, if he's not in alignment with my belief system, I don't want to listen. Nope. I sat there, that podcast, I listened to the one with them sisters. Uh, then I went and listened to some other ones that you had. Uh, about black fatherhood. Oh yeah, man, I studied. <laughs> I didn't just listen to one. And, and, and I'm like, I like what this dude is doing because I never even knew about that perspective like that. You know, I never, you know, I, I never knew about it. So when I sat and listened to it, I said, man, I want to do, I want, in my mind, I'm like, man, I want to do something with this brother because he's got a great perspective. This is in my mind. That's how powerful your mind is. Right. And then, you were like, all right, I'll check you out. You check me out, and you and I know what you're probably thinking. This dude is crazy, man. This dude <laughs> got this crazy music going. <laughs> you don't know when it's gonna come on. You don't know if it's a music video. You don't know what's going on. 
Then yeah. he start joking and screaming and laughing and man cussing and you're like, man, this dude is crazy. But then after, after about five, six, seven minutes, you like, wait, hold on. Did that yeah. brother just mention Dr. Francis Chris Wilson's book? Wait, hold on. He's yep. playing dumb, but he know a little <laughs> bit. He know a little bit. Now you like, let me listen to another one. Let's see what he got going on. Here come the crazy music. <laughs> which I make on purpose. I make the music crazy on purpose so yeah. you can be like, what is this? Yeah. And then after that, I'm like, hey man, I, I, I will, let's do something. Let's let's do something, man, because I think you dope. Boom. And you like, bro, give me some time because in my mind, I'm like, I, I wanted to link up with you because we, I feel like you and me, we can show people this is what black empowerment is. This is how you fight racism, brother. Absolutely. We doing it right now. This is how we fighting it. You talking about economic wealth and generational wealth with our community and teaching us about Dr. Claude Anderson and Dr. Boyce Watkins. And on my end, I'm doing the same thing. Absolutely. We doing it. We just need to find other people that's like-minded. Mm -hmm. That's why now I'm looking for other podcasts so we can do a me, you, this person's podcast, that person's podcast, and we just collectively come together, brainstorm, start doing like, like you know who I like? Earn Your Leisure. Earn, earn Your Leisure podcast. I don't know if you if earn your leisure. with them. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, Earn Your Leisure. Yeah, check them out. They always have different people on there, and they, uh, they're like you. That's who you remind me of, man. Them. You're like a, to me, you're like a conduit. You know what I'm saying? So you're like like our melon. You're a semi and superconductor. So you know how to bring people and, and and bring them to your platform so people can see what's going on. That's a gift, man. Everybody don't have that. And I'm not just saying this because I'm on your yeah. podcast. I'm just telling you the book. I told you on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I didn't even know you, but I'm like, that dude is dope, man. I like to give props where props is due. And I feel like we fighting. I just think we need to spread what we're doing to other people, man. You know what I'm saying? We need to spread it. We need to support each other. You know what I mean? Stop worrying about how many views somebody got. That's, right. that's right. so lame, bro. Because we all know who controls the views and the 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 the, uh, the sharing of this of these podcasts on YouTube. It's Google. They're the ones that if we mention about anything with the jab or anything, you know what they're going to do to your pain. It's like, yes. If y'all yeah. know that, do that. I don't never look at a person and look at their views. I always look at the content and what they're talking about. And I feel like you doing it and I'm doing it. You doing it in your way, I'm doing it in my way. It ain't Absolutely. about us having the same belief system, about us being on a code. If Absolutely. there's disagreements, bro, I heard we handle that off of YouTube. I don't believe on disagreeing with people on the internet, bro, because that's divisive. We're doing it now. Look, you're doing it, bro. When you upload and do your things, and it's about black fatherhood, I didn't think I, I would have never thought about no podcast like that. I said, man, this dude is a genius. I was actually mad, like, how come I didn't come up with that? Because I'm like, damn. <laughs> I talk about everything. I never thought about black fatherhood. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what? And a lot of that is too is because we need each other. Absolutely. I would have ne never even thought about black fathers. And then when I go to the podcast, I'm like, 
damn, no, I never even thought about that. Damn, I wish I'd have thought about that first. You do it, bro. Because I saw a lot of podcasts, but I yet to really talk about fatherhood. There's more like black fatherhood and baby mamas or, you know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff right, like right, that. But right. you're doing it, bro. This is it. Straight up. It, it is formula. Their formula to, to fighting racism and white supremacy outside of what you're doing. The formula is black integrity, intrinsic value in blackness, recycling black dollars, and doing what you need to do to replace the system racism and white supremacy. I don't worry about what other people got going on in their backgrounds and who they mess with and all that. That's a distraction to me. Only reason why I know it's a distraction is because the dominant society and every other racial group, monster, they wait for those disagreements. I saw it at work, bro, at the corporate plantation. I saw it like this. You know that guy, he's dating Asian. They'll come and tell me shit like that. Like, an Asian woman. And, I, and I'm quick to be like, I'm in one city. I dated an Asian woman too. So, and then they're quick to fall back because they feel like because you're from your people, you're going to automatically have a beef with the person. You're not going to be on call with that person. I'm like, so? Well, what does that mean? And then they're quick to be like, oh, I just thought you were going to have a problem with that. Because they want discord, bro. They don't yeah. want us to be on the same page. I learned that. And an a OG told me that. An older black brother told me that one time. He was like, look, Warren G, man. He's like, look, be who you are. Be in your own lane. Don't let nobody tell you what you need to be doing, what you don't need to be doing. Stay in your lane. And don't be worried about what other people got going on or who they date. If they black, y'all just be on the same page. Not cold, but like the same page. Don't right. get around these other people and get to arguing and fight. Don't do that because that's what they like. And he was right. like my OG. He's my black OG. And he had a lot of money too. Nobody knew he had a lot of money, but he had a lot of money. And he was like, look, man, don't do that. And I was just like, and I asked him, I was like, why, man? He's like, because that's the problem. He was like, black folk are so worried about what black folk are doing that they're not worried about the goal. And I was like, well, what's the goal? He was like, the goal is for everybody to have bread, for everybody to move forward, for everybody go. to have something. He yep. was like, that's the goal. He was like, Warren, then after that, you know, then maybe if you want to have those conversations, fine. He's like, but that's that person's belief. So you can't worry about that. You have to worry about moving it forward. And I'm like, but you know, I, I'm kind of, he's like, yeah, I know, but I'm just telling you in the future because that'll cause problems at whatever job you work at. Cause now you're looking at a person, oh, well they date this person or they mess with this. And like, he was like, don't. And this was told to me like 16 years ago, 16 years ago. And he was like, he told me, he was like, man, Warren G, everybody not like you. And I was like, what you mean? He was like, you don't care. You put it on blast you date white girl or Asian or a Latino, he's like, you don't care because you got confidence. He said, but everybody's not like that. And that can cause a lot of problems too. Don't do that at the corporate brand. Not corporate, he said that in corporate America because y'all are both be fired. So yeah, man, we doing it. You doing it. That's the answer. Doing what man. you doing right now, man. Man, man, man. Yo, I could chop it up with you all day, brother. Yo, man. I <laughs> On the real, man, I, on the real, like, I, I I, definitely appreciate you even, you know what I'm saying, making a time out, you know what I'm saying, on a Saturday, I know, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm, I appreciate you making you know oh, man. Uh, you good man time out brother I, I really appreciate that man I'm a and um shout out to Erica man shout shout out to Shanti they, <laughs> they 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 did sub as soon as you said yo go check it out they did they did sub man they did subscribe and that that definitely man it made me it made me feel good man because ever since I switched up when I switched up my content you know I, I haven't I haven't gotten um, any subscribers, things like that. And I don't really worry about it like that, to be honest. I don't really worry about it like that. But when I see black folks subscribing to me, to me, that that, that makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I'm not saying if you are white, you're another race that you can't subscribe, you could subscribe. But what I'm saying is, is that over here, it's all about black empowerment. So I talk black people, black issues, it's always black. Anything I, I upload is gonna be about black people. You know what I'm saying? And um, and that's that's just what it is. So if it's offensive, I'm not gonna apologize for any anything that's gonna be offensive to you as another race. Exactly. Uh, even to even to the black people that may listen to it and they feel offend, offended by it. I don't apologize for that either because you still you you, you got to know the fake from the real. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to separate the, the wheat from the tears. And as soon as you said that, they did subscribe. And, you know, I, I actually, actually, and then you went on Twitter. It was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Help my boy, no compromise, whatever. And I gained like two more black people. That's what I'm concerned about, brother. I, the other races can deal with themselves. I'm yes. talking about black folks. <laughs> yes. So when, yes. So when black folks, when black folks subscribe, you know what I'm saying? I just get a certain joy in my heart. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you. I appreciate Shanti. appreciate Erica. Um, I'm definitely going to start doing lives um, on YouTube. I'm going to start doing that. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you even taking out your time, man. And this is what it's about, man. I again, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate you, brother. No, man. Look, I, I, I let me just say this. I appreciate you. I'm a big fan of your podcast. I think your podcast is gonna be one of the elite ones. I can see it early. That's one. I, I know it is. It's it. You're probably eventually gonna go to like satellite radio or something because your vision and where you're going is gonna go through the roof. And I'm just glad I know you. I'm just glad that I know you, brother. That's it. I don't, I am, I am not a clout chaser by right. any means. If, you, if right. you look at my podcast, you should be yeah, able to- Yeah, you say that a lot. Yeah, you say that I'm, every everyone. Yeah. I'm not a cloud chaser, bro, because I just feel like it's too many of that. I just want to be in my lane. And more, I start, I start to do it because it's therapy. It's therapy. Yeah. I'm able to kind of get it off my chest. Absolutely. And Sean- And you bring in news too. Like you bring news. That's I, I, you know what? I be feeling like, like it's late. I be feeling like it's late when I be doing it. So I be I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure they probably heard about this, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Yeah, you, know you bring you bringing news because some of the stuff you bringing up, I'm like, I didn't hear about that. I didn't know about that. And some stuff is like, yeah, okay, it may it went viral, or whatever. But it's 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 still like you're still you're, you're bringing the news perspective. So I definitely be trying to get on that joint. I definitely be trying oh, to like, oh, let me go on, let me go on, because it's like a new, it's like news, like, oh, okay, this is what happened on the seven o'clock news. <laughs> like, that's the type of stuff you bring in. 
Hey, that's yeah. and you know what? That's what I was because because when my homegirl Nuke, shout out to Nuke, when she was on there, we wasn't doing that at first. It okay. like but schedules, man, and and, yeah. and and I I was like, man, I wish we got paid to do this because I would just do this for four hours a day, and she was like, me too, but working schedule, so she couldn't make it a lot of the times. So, Shani will tell you, I used to be doing it by myself and I used to be struggling because I couldn't remember the news topics and stuff like that. So then what I started doing was, I, I, let me go on my Twitter feed, let me go on CNN, let me see, and then boom, stuff started coming across my feed and I'm like, nobody is talking about this, this is crazy. And then I put it, like that white brother that was throwing rocks at them sisters in the park, but he had already got out on bail, on bond, for a rape with an underage kid. And I'm like, why is nobody talking about it? And I think what really fueled me, bro, is the R. Kelly thing. I'm not saying what R. Kelly did was right. It's I'm right, not saying right, that. right. I'm not saying that. I don't want nobody on your page to think I agree with it. But what right. I'm saying is, if we're gonna call, let them call out our people, let's call out their people. That's, a That's fact. all I'm saying. That's, That's all fact. I'm saying. And uh, Shawnee, Erica, those are like my sisters, man. So they 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 gonna check you out, and I know they love your podcast, man. I know they do. And anybody I could bring to your stuff, I want to bring them to it because I feel like that message of what you're doing is what really needs to be put out there. Me personally, man, I know I maybe I should promote my stuff more but i feel like mine is just a comedic like therapy news session i'm like onions that 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 onion show <laughs> well i'm just i'm trying to be comedic with it but then kind of bring some truth to it but then right. kind of say you know you know that's why i would want to translate for those sisters that was on your show right and let them know this i appreciate them so much because they had so much composure about how they felt about being a black business and dealing with our people. I'm going to keep saying that because yeah. I watched that several yeah. times that podcast. I'm like, these sisters are dope because yeah. I know what they really wanted to say. <laughs> I know what they really wanted to say. They just want to say it and tell them any, Absolutely. anytime they want to do a podcast with you and me, I will translate it for it them my for podcast. <laughs> I will translate it for them and be, because I know how we can be. But I appreciate you, brother, man, at any time, man. Anytime, bro. Yo, yo. Anytime. Once again, brother. man. Must, must again, man. Must love. Yo, make sure y'all go over and check out. No, I don't know. No, no. Which one? Which one, brother? Hold on. Which one? Cause you got the, the Twitter joint and the YouTube joint. As a matter of fact, don't worry about it, bro. I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave the link in. The, I'm gonna leave the link. Go ahead, go ahead. Matter of fact, you go ahead. Let, let people hey, know no, where they can find you. You go ahead. No, nah, man, they ain't gotta find me, man. Don't worry about that. Look. You know why I got that Twitter? That's my third Twitter, bro. That's my third oh. Twitter. I've been on Twitter since 2011. That's my third Twitter. Oh. Because when I was talking about F this, F that, and in this, no problem. Once I started talking about replacing the system of racism and white supremacy and establishing the system of justice, they would put me in Twitter jail. When I started calling out Sambos and Coons and Sambo Rehab and all this other stuff, Twitter jail. Oh. Then one time, I, uh, remember when they went to HR 40 for, for the reparations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I straight out tweeted, why is Danny Glover talking about us? He doesn't even look like he can read. And I said, he's a Sambo. 
boom, they took my Twitter. Then I got another Twitter. And I started going hard again. And uh, that's when the white Jewish community attacked me because first I got into it with an uh, LBGTQ bot or whatever. And that went away. They tried to back me down. That went away, long story short. Then I started talking about replacing the system of racism and white supremacy. Then these white Jewish people got on there talking about Farrakhan. And then I started posting uh, the secret relationship between blacks and Jews. They took my Twitter. So this is my third Twitter, bro. The wow. first Twitter had my okay. face on it. The first one had my face on it. The second one it didn't. They took that one because I was posting up that book. I was posting up quotes from that book. I got reported, they took my Twitter. So now this Twitter that you, if you notice, I just do a lot of retweeting. I right. don't say a lot of stuff lot, because yeah. they took, this is my third Twitter, bro. Third one. So mm -hmm. don't even worry about it. We all good, man. I appreciate you, bro. Yo, Big Warren, man. I appreciate you, brother. No Big problem, man. All right, then, man. Hey, be easy, man. Take care, man. Take care and, and, and love, live life, man. And, and much power, respect to you, my brother. You too, brother. You stay safe. All right, man. All, All right. right. Peace.